0: And welcome to the Kerrville Small Business Network Podcast. I'm Mike Taylor and John Barrera, and, and I'm, I'm Daryl Beecham. <laughs> and Dr. Daryl Beecham has joined us from the Museum of Western Art, and he is our special guest this week. And uh, he's you're ready to jump right in. Aren't well, it you? sounded like the thing to do, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, just, you know, I'm Mike. I'm John, and let's I, do that. Let's yeah, let's, let, <laughs> let's jump right in. Uh, so, uh, how long has the Museum of Western Art been in the Texas Hill Country?
1: Museum of Western Art is uh, in its 38th year we started wow. in 1983 when a group of local businessmen here in Kerrville and Kerr County <clears throat> including uh, guys like LD Brinkman Bobby Shelton um decided that the Cowboy Artist of America needed a home Cowboy Artists okay. of America is a group of 25 usually uh guys who all sculpt and paint the American West and uh, mostly uh realistic interpretive art it is um art of the american west cowboys indians miners uh you know native americans uh you know those sorts of things uh, yeah and yeah. you know it's landscapes and animals um but they uh, they've been an organization for over 50 years in 1983 a group of ld ld brinkman and others decided that they needed a home and so they approached the ca uh, members and said hey we'll build you a museum and, uh, so they did, they built a museum out at 1550 Bandera highway when it was out kind of in the country. Okay. Uh, the river hill edition. So, so that, and that's the same location it is now. Yeah. You know, yeah. We've always been there built by a guy named O'Neill Ford. who was a famous Texas architect. He was famous for a lot of, uh, uh, architectural things. We actually have people come into the building just to see the architecture, you know, oh, wow. it's got, wow. got Bovetos, the arched brick ceilings, the freestanding ceilings. It's a Hacienda style mansion built mansion with big high 20-foot walls and it's ceiling. beautiful and it's a gorgeous place it really is and you know and for those people who I'm, i'll just get the plug in early for those people who really want to see it who are not able to come in person then go out to our website and right there on the front page there's a go there virtual tours
2: absolutely you know yep. and, done uh, by john, <laughs> john brera john and yes. sheena
1: were kind of sheena bless her heart came out and i mean spent hours and hours and hours photographing every square inch of the public part of that building and you can go out there and look at, you know, look at the art, look at the, the architecture, do the matter tags and see all of that. And so but the building was built by a guy named O'Neill Ford. It's um, it's like I say a hacienda mansion style building. Um LD Brinkman was in the flooring business. He was a flooring magnet. And oh, so wow. one of the things that he did that was really pretty cool is he put in really cool floors. We've got mesquite cut wood tile floors. Nice you know, the, the parquet looking nice. floors and then sautia tile throughout and it's just really a very fascinating you know building um, but 1983 they, they said to the ca guys we'll build you a building and all you got to do is just keep you know keep it full of art you know and so it was built as a loaning museum the, the ca guys the cowboy artists, would loan works to the museum and the museum would display them for a period of time and then they would come and get them and you know and that sounds like a, it's a really great project but you know after 20 years of doing it it becomes really a, a problem i mean these guys want to create art to sell and you know it's all having to cycle through the museum for a while and and then it also limited the museum to the the, the number of artists it was limited to just those 25 guys or 20 guys oh wow you know? yeah yeah and so there's a lot of really great western art out there that's not uh, represented by members of the ca by members of the ca and there
0: are there are still 25 people in the ca there's about 22 right now give or take okay you know it, it
1: varies it's been as high as you know in the 40s and down to the but they're they're a, a self-inducting club and, and one more time the ca is, is cowboy artist of america cowboy artists of america okay yeah. and this was built as the cowboy artist of america museum okay and so uh you know it's, it sounds good hey we'll loan you all the work and we'll do it for the next you know forever well 20 years of doing that and it becomes a little problematic, and then what do you do with women? Right, there are no members of the CA or not. There's no women in the members of the, the cowboy artist, cowboy, mm-hmm. and
0: some of the best artists out there are women too. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Some, some
1: really great women artists, and so in 2003, it was determined that we probably needed to expand our mission. So we expanded the mission to become the Museum of Western Art to encompass
0: um, all of it. And yeah. now we're and
1: now we're able to include women, people of color, people yeah. from other nationalities. Uh, a bulk of our collection still is the members of the cowboy artist of america i mean because we own a lot of their work mm-hmm. over the years we've collected you know that work and people still call it the ca museum a lot a lot of people oh you work for the ca museum Well, uh, you know i hadn't been the ca museum in 20 years you know but it's still known but as- it's still known as the, the ca museum um and there were a lot of places around the country that were vying for that the right to to build a museum that represented the Cowboy artist of America. And we were lucky enough to have business leaders like L.D. Brinkman and Bobby Shelton and, and uh, you know, Maisel Quinn and, and a lot of other folks. You know, I mean, the list is just huge. of The folks who supported that museum over the years. But in 2003, we became the Museum of Western Art. We've operated as the Museum of Western Art uh, through a 501c3 Museum of Western Art Foundation. And uh, today we include works of art from, you know, all around the world and uh, you know like for right now for example we've got for the next couple of weeks we have a uh, uh, art of the women artist of the west is another group and
0: oh wow we have 100, yeah.
1: 130 works from nothing but women
0: artists how many and, square feet is this place
1: uh you know i mean 15,000 give or take 12,000 of actual gallery space so it's God, huge. that is it a is lot huge. of space it's a big big building you know and sheena got in there to do the 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 videotaping of it you know the the, the camera work and you know she's picking up the camera and moving it six seven feet and then picking it up again i mean i think she took <laughs> 600 shots you know what i mean because it's yeah. a big building people don't realize it's biggest and again that was part of the architect o'neill ford's original design is to make it look like a real low slung hacienda from the outside yeah you walk up yeah. to it and you go really that's not not that impressive you know we have the grounds. you walk in and you're just blown away by the 25 foot walls and ceilings the oh high. Yeah. you know we got 12 foot doors throughout the building and Wow. It's just really a it's magnificent beautiful. architectural, you know, design. And it was built that way for a reason. That was that design, the Hacienda style of building that uh, O'Neill Ford did. And, um, you know, like I say, we have people who come in for nothing but, you know, to look at the architect. They spend all their time looking at the walls and the, you know, and the ceilings and the floors. And they could care less about the art, you know. And then it's, 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 a, it's a work of art in itself. And it's, so it's, it, makes, it makes for a
0: wonderful venue
1: for, for art.
0: Now, do you guys just display art, or do you also sell it as well? Well, we have a couple of shows a year where okay. we're
1: allowed as a 501c3 uh, where we can sell art for uh, benefit of the museum. Okay. Uh, the current show, the Women Artists of the West, is a for sale art show. Right now, you can buy the works off the walls. Okay. When the show closes, we'll ship them to you. Uh, but we can only do that two times a year. Um, and we can only do it for a total of x number of weeks you know because we're not an art gallery and we don't want to compete with the art galleries right right so you know we, we're not in that business we're in the museum business so the rest of the bulk of the time we're uh, you know we're showing our permanent collection or works that are borrowed
0: from other people for you know for just art display and then to get into the museum of western art is there a, a ticket fee yeah i mean
1: you know it's one of those things that you know we're not going to make that a big point for anybody you know if you come in and you decide you, you want to see the museum first and then decide if the admission's worth it we're going to let you do that
0: okay but and i'm uh, just uh, and and you know with it being the curveball small business network podcast yeah, i'm just trying to figure out seven dollars admission okay of you know we uh, but we're a blue star museum
1: which it means first responders firefighters and veterans and current military all get in free that's awesome that's great yeah all right so if you ever serve this country in any capacity as a first responder a firefighter, police officer, uh, dispatcher, or you ever serve this country as a military member, uh, whether you're retired or just simply served, you know, then you get in free because we're a blue star uh, museum. And what that means is we have local businesses that are kind enough to make a donation to pay it forward. They say to us, we will send you a check once a year for 500 bucks to offset your costs for allowing veterans in free,
0: man. That is really you know, cool. That kind yeah. of thing.
1: Um, you know, so we're if anybody's interested, just you know, give me a call. And I mean, what we do is we pay for. We also have a big blue donation box up front. And what we find, quite honestly, is a lot of the veterans who come in and first responders and firefighters they get in free and then they donate, don't they? Yeah, Yeah. they they don't. They didn't do it because you know I had one guy tell me I didn't rush into the jaws of hell to you know to get in free to your museum. I said, (laughs) well, I'm you know, but anybody who's willing to do that gets in free to my museum. You know, he says, well, do you have a donation box right there? And he'll put. You know what's funny is i mean it's seven bucks for you know him seven bucks for his wife and he puts a twenty dollar bill in the you yeah know, and
0: thing. that's not expensive either <clears throat> so you know? yeah, yeah but, but it's yeah. just a way of our showing uh gratitude
1: to people anybody you know who's willing to rush into a fire or go into a gunfight for me i'm i'm you know i mean it's a it's a whole lot more dangerous to you know to be a peace officer than it is to be a radio disc jockey you yeah know? I mean, oh yeah or, or a yeah. museum director i mean so I'm going to honor those people every chance I get and, and they come in and we allow their spouses in free with them too, because we recognize the, uh, uh you know, the, the hardships that the spouses have to yeah, deal with. They right? sacrifice also. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. A peace officer puts on her gun and badge, her husband has to worry about her all day or yeah. vice versa, mm-hmm. you know, and And so, you know, if you're a you're a firefighter, you may you know sit around in the you know wash trucks all day long. But when it happens, it
0: happens. While everybody else is running out, you're running in. Yeah, I
1: I want that person to know we appreciate what they're doing. And so we have we're a member of the Blue Star Museum program. Um, You know, we're open Tuesday through Saturday from ten to four. But I'm kind of like that car dealer in uh, Canton, Texas. I'll meet you at two in the morning if I know you're coming. That's cool. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's his big logo, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you yeah. know, tell me you're coming. You know, my business card has a cell phone number on it. My phone rings at the office and it transfers right here to my cell phone. And so we'll answer the calls. I'll meet you. I have a lot of people say, well, my family's going to be in town on Sunday afternoon and you're closed. Well, just call me, you know. I mean, I'm close to the museum, so it's not a big deal where i've got staff or volunteers who'll come up and meet you we want you to see the museum of western art and so you know it's it's no big deal uh you know we prefer obviously if you come tuesday through saturday morning, <laughs> you know <laughs> but 10 to 4 but we'll meet you at two in the morning awesome. if we that's, know you're coming and that's because really cool that's just yeah. good business right i mean that's that's we want our business people uh and we want our businesses to to know that we appreciate what they're doing for us in the community and selling us so we're giving a lot of free passes out to folks all on a regular basis and So, you know, it's just, it's a a really wonderful museum. What really gets me, though, it's interesting, Mike, I I get a a lot of comments from local people who'll say, well, I didn't even know we had a museum. You know, I I wear my badge down to a local burger shop and the lady working the counter will say, "Uh, we have a museum here in town?
2: Mm -hmm. You know, we've been here 38
1: years and we're known worldwide. Yeah. Uh, Before the pandemic started, I love telling the story. I had a a Japanese uh, uh, couple call me from Japan, from Osaka, Japan, and then she, you know, she asked if I had a text that she could uh, emails. So we traded emails for almost six months as she planned a, uh, um, a, a trip to the United States. And what was funny is Osaka, Japan, and she was listing this as a bucket list item for her, for her and her family. They flew into San Antonio. They did the Alamo thing. They did SeaWorld. They, they did the River Walk, And then they rented a car and they made a tour of the hill country. They wanted to do it during the blue bonnets, and so it was really fun. Perfect time. Yeah. First stop on their list was the the Museum of Western Art. They love American Western art. They love the John Wayne syndrome. You know Mm -hmm. the 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 American West. They love Native Americans. They love the culture
0: of that, and that's very popular in other countries. Oh, yeah. extremely cult, you know, popular.
1: And so they flew from Osaka, Japan, into San Antonio, did the tourist thing there, and then drove here and spent an entire day with us, you know. And we did a little barbecue. Had a local barbecue place come out, and, and you know had a little, you know, our staff joined them, and it was just absolutely delightful getting to know this businessman and his wife from Osaka and their two kids from Osaka, Japan. And they left here and went and spent money in Kerrville. And, and then went up to, to, to fredericksburg obviously and then over to johnson city and, and just made and, the whole run and then over to austin and saw the bats in the state capitol you know and for them seeing the state capitol was big bigger deal as going to the u.s capitol
0: because it's bigger you know yeah I mean, they, mm-hmm. and it's then, the only capital that's bigger yeah, isn't it? yeah yeah
1: and then they they left there and went back to san antonio and flew out and went back home and yet i come to a, i go to a local business and they don't even know we have a museum i get international guests who plan their entire vacations
2: around <laughs> us wow.
1: And I have people all the time say, well, I've lived here 27 years, and I
0: don't think I've ever been in the, you know.
1: You got no excuse. Yeah. Yeah, I'll meet you at 2 in the morning
0: if I know you're coming, you know. That's one of the things you have to do. You have to get those kids over to see that museum.
2: Yeah. And I'm going to hold myself to that as well because I haven't been over there to see it myself, (laughs) but I'm going to. It's beautiful. And And that all ties back to exposure. You know, you have people here in town and, and that haven't even been to the Museum of Western Art yet. Well, you know, that's true in any city you know
1: i've got a friend who lives in in paris france and she is she she claimed the other day she'd never been to the louvre you know it's one of the most famous museums in the world and she's never seen it you know i mean never been to the eiffel tower you know there's people who live in washington dc who's never they've never visited the white house i mean you're you you know you're kind of a you know in your own hometown it's it's we get used to these kinds of
0: things it's like the people that live on the beach that never get in the
1: water Uh oh yeah you know i mean You know, and, 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 you know, folks who live locally tend to just take for granted those local things. You know, we've got here in Kerrville some of the finest restaurants, Yeah, you know, in the area. People come from San Antonio to eat in some of our restaurants, and yet we just kind of go, really? You know, I mean, it's and because you tend to do that, you know.
0: You don't appreciate it as much when it's on your own backyard. In your
1: own backyard. You know, we've got some of the the greatest living in America is right here in Kerrville, Texas, in Kerr County. That's true. And yet we do not you know celebrate that enough you know we have people who leave kerr county to go to a hospital in san antonio and people in san antonio who will drive to kerrville because go the people, hospital here. Because <laughs> yeah. Peterson is so good you know i mean yeah and and so it's just really kind of a you know it's about you said getting that exposure out there getting that word out there
2: yes i've know. been seeing you everywhere on my computer on my phone <laughs> um how important is exposure to you and where all do you do you promote the museum western art well you know
1: we're we're multifaceted in that we of course, you know Jam Radio has been really good to us. Uh, Mike FM and Jam's and, awesome. You know the the guys here at the, in this at this studio at the studio complex, uh, the other radio station town, they're also very good to us as well. Um, we do you know as many podcasts as we can do, like this, uh, Kerrville Daily Times, the uh, the new Kerrville paper uh, that Louis Amistoy started. We've yeah. been on been on that yeah. a lot. You know, so we're trying to, you know, the word is constantly trying to get out there. Come visit us. You know, it's, it's, there's no excuse. It's a great museum. Come see us. So we're trying to do things. And what happens is, is you just keep pushing at it. You know, you get a call one day from the guys at the Texas bucket list, you know, that TV show that's, that, that, um. Shane McCullough runs, you know. I mean, it's kind of like the Texas Country Reporter, or those mm-hmm. those kind of shows. They're where they huge, own, yeah. yeah, they do three. Yeah. They got millions of visit. I mean, viewers. You know, they mm-hmm. people who wake up on six thirty on Saturday morning to watch their show. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it was broadcast on twenty seven stations around the around the state in Oklahoma, Tennessee. We're getting calls. We were on it a couple of the last Saturday, and we get you know we're getting calls. The phones just ringing off the hook. When are you open? You know, what's it cost to get in? I mean, so we're trying everything we can to do exposure and what I'm, I'm constantly telling guys like Brad Barnett. I told Walt Keening before that. And the folks at the C V B when Charlie McElvain was there. Yeah, right now they're yeah. folks, you know, we're all about Kerrville. You know, it's not just us. Every time we're out, we're trying to promote, you know, w- what Kerrville has to offer, you know, and we're, we're proud to see people say, God, I saw that video tour. And I said, well, here's how you make that happen. You call John, you call Sheena, and you make that happen for your own business. Cause that's what we want to do is, su- is support, you know, our local businesses we should and all
0: support each other and we think We're, it's absolutely. yeah
1: we think it's reciprocal yeah you know, we, we think it's one of those things that if i'm constantly promoting kerrville uh kerrville's going to be constantly promoting me
2: and we get the word out it really is because so, the dollar stays here yeah. when you promote your fellow businessman the dollar well, and, stays you know right and here what's team. more
1: important john is a businessman over 35 years of my career what i've realized is not just spending one dollar it's a multiplier you spend a dollar here in town, that business is going to buy supplies to reinvest and they're mm-hmm. going to spend dollars in town. And so the expenditure, you take it out of the out of the community and it, it disappears. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gone from Kerrville. Right. So we, right. we love to support local. Now, what that does, I think, is really encourage local businesses to have good products because if they don't have good products. I'm not spending my dollar with them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? I mean, so it's not I'm not going to spend money with you just because you're local. Right. <laughs> you, you better have a good product. Yeah, and 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 that's what you know. Our goal
2: with the thing is is
1: to have a good product as well.
2: That's what this whole page and podcast is about. Is the, is the you know keeping it local and supporting each other and and so. Have, oh, go ahead. No, no, I, I was just, I was just. So your your
0: thoughts on uh, value versus quality, or price price versus quality?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I live. I believe in a free market system, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I believe that if somebody has a a really crappy product, they're not going to survive. Yeah. They have a good product that's priced right, fairly. Right. You know.
0: And and when you say fairly, what do you mean Well, I you mean, mean by that? Well,
1: I mean, let's just take take a local business. I, I just did business with go there virtual tours. Right. Right. And I was impressed with how, you know, priced well it is. I mean, you can compare that product. There are other people doing it. So when John and Sheena approached me about, let's, you know, maybe here's the product you need to look at. I did my homework, you know, I called yeah. around, um, you know, and I found a few places that were priced more reasonably than what they were charging me, but if there were going to be issues and like that one of them was in Pennsylvania, you know, I mean, and to get the person here. So it, it really wasn't priced more reasonably.
2: Right. You know? When you, when you add all that in, yeah. I, I want yeah. a good
1: value for my buck, <laughs> right? I want to know. And then, you know, and then you look at what do you offer on this thing? Well, you know, not only do we offer this, but here's some added value right. for you, right? I mean, there's added things that go along, including, you know, hey, would you be on the podcast? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, you know, I, I, I know that's a direct relationship of the fact that we met, we did business and I love their product and, we, you know, we developed a, a friendship. We traded cell phone numbers, you know, and so it's it's a good thing for us <clears throat> to, to use a local company and promote that local company because I know that they're going to turn around and, and, and spend that us.
0: money locally. Sure. Yeah. And they're going to yeah. spend
1: the money on locally. They're going to buy things for the, you know, for the kids in the house and, you know, and, and so the more locally we can spend that money, the better it is for everybody. Man,
0: and, I'm getting
2: all kinds of free plugins today. Know, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you must have done a great job for the it wasn't, for des- wasn't by design. I'm doing <laughs> it. You know, so, them. so here's another thing, you know, when you, when you go somewhere and you see a kid with nice clothes on, you might've had a hand in that.
2: Sure. Absolutely. By
0: spending your money locally. Well, you hey, might have had a hand in that take, kid having a nice. i will take clothes. that
1: even further as a nonprofit. I'm really tuned into what nonprofits are doing here locally. You spend money locally, and that allows people who are business people, business men and women, to have more decision making opportunities with their own monies. Okay, so they're they're having a good year. They turn around and say, "How can I help the community?" Well, they're going to give that money back to the Museum of Western mm-hmm. Art. They're going to give that money to the Salvation Army, to the Croc Center. They're going to give that, and you're going to you're going to have the Croc Center or or another place, uh, you know, one of the the thrift shops, for example. You're right. going to be able to put shoes on a kid who can't have shoes, right? I mean, it all kind of comes back around
0: directly or indirectly,
1: indirectly or directly. You know, these yeah. there's multipliers in the in the business world. You spend that money outside, it's going to benefit that community, but that dollar goes away. Right, you know. Again, I'm not saying spend only local dollars. We we're not even guilty of that. We uh, we order things on a regular basis from yeah. other other places around the country. Everybody does.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you're aware of that whole
0: concept, you know, then you should. And some of the things we order though aren't available locally sure. though too. Sure, absolutely. You know, sometimes we might rather than drive all the way to San Antonio to get something, sure. we might order and it and online. It is,
1: for a businessman, but, you know, any any person, any, any family, it's it's got to be about you know, getting the best value you can get and spending wisely. Because right. If you spend unwisely, you're going to run out of money.
2: And you can't right. get back anymore. And you can't
1: get back anymore. So you've got to, you know, you got to do it. And for us, it's a matter of, you know, try to spend it locally if we can. Support those local businesses, you know, uh, you know, give, give those free tickets away. You know, and you guys here at the radio station do it on a regular basis. I mean, you're, you're offering free advertising for the museum because you have me in, come in, you know once or twice a month and you know and, and and say you know hey what's going on at the museum of western art and we plug a new show well that's i couldn't buy that advertising you know but in return when people say you know where do you spend your advertising dollars we help you guys You know, yeah. it. it's all you know it's all it's all about you know
0: reciprocal reciprocal
1: you know reciprocal yeah. relationships and so that's what's important you know to us and so uh, we want you know our goal is to be an active member of the community you know a prominent member of the community and that's you know, we wake up every day with that whole goal in mind, you know, and I don't know how many times I've had people who've walked into the museum and say, we're looking for a, a home. We were getting ready to retire. We've got to leave, you know, Houston, Austin, San Antonio. We're coming out to the hill country. Chicago. Yeah. They want to leave the hill country, mm-hmm. you know, and one of the things they like is the fact that we, we have a museum in town. We have an active radio station group, you know, they could, they've got a lot of variety when they, they they listen you know we've got good restaurants we do you yeah. know and Kerrville is one of those places that is bigger than it, it actually is if that makes sense
0: it's yeah. like a city it I mean for only 25,000
2: people yeah, in a you, town
0: it's like its own it's like its own you know you, metropolitan you, you
2: area people, I, know, mean, I mean it's huge
1: yeah Kerrville's 25,000 25, people it doesn't act like it
0: no it acts like a major city we've got not one but two great you know
1: Grocery stores, yeah. H-E-B, you know, and they build a brand new one, for goodness sakes. You know, we've, we've got a, a, you know, a great big box stores, all of those. And then we've got locals, you know. I mean, you, <clears throat> you know, you say Walmart. Well, I'm going to say Gibson's. Right. You know. Yeah. because that's important to me, too. And we shop at both places because those monies mostly come back to
2: us. If you can't find it at Gibson's, you don't need it. Well, that's, that's right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. Anyway, so.
1: But, you know, we try to eat locally, spend locally as much as we can locally and what happens is it comes back to us you know again and and the big thing i'm i'm a i'm a big preacher for you've been in town 27 years and you've not been to the museum
0: of western art i'm going to shame you a little bit
1: come on so anybody anybody anybody
0: listening to this get get over there and check it out come on mike i'll be over there i'll be over there in the next two weeks i i I promise you that i'll be over there to check it out within the next two weeks and
1: and, and we tell people well i I haven't been in the museum you know they hang their head because they know yeah you Mm -hmm. know they go by the, I had a lady the other day, you know, I go by your, your gate every day, every day, every day for the last 20-something years. I've never been in the museum.
0: All you to do is turn right when
1: you're headed out of town, <laughs> you know, just come on up the driveway. So a lot
0: of people, they might not know, a lot of people out there, they might not know, can you just drive up there sure. when, when it's open? Sure. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we're on Bandera Highway. If you're yeah. leaving, if you if you leave uh, Sydney Baker and turn I guess it would be uh, left to head out towards so Bandera.
0: Is, is there's also a country club right there, yeah. right? River Hill Country River Club. Hills, yeah. We're right before River Hill Country Club. Okay. Yeah. So, so clear, clearly so marked,
1: big sign on the front door, I mean the front gate that says Museum of Western Art.
0: And this is good to explain too because <clears> when I've driven down Bandera Highway, I really didn't know where the museum was versus where the country club was, you know, and because and the museum is right next to the, to the well, country. Well, and we
1: get it all the time. People will yeah. pull into the parking lot and they'll say, where's the pro shop? Well, you know, it's across the street. But once you come into the museum, come on like, in. You know, they're, 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 they're <laughs> yeah, trying to find the, the museum. Yeah. They're trying to find the country club, and then you know, they'll get people all the time. Will show up at the pro shop and say, oh, "I was looking for the museum." Well, you're about a block, <laughs> half a block too far, you know. And that, and they're real kind. They'll point us back over. And so, you know, it's but that's like any business, you know. Yeah.
0: And we, we're just trying to get the word out every that day, you know. Well, definitely go check out the Museum of Western Art. 1550 Bandera highway is where it's at um how are you guys doing i know we had what did the museum shut down at all during COVID 19 <laughs> last year despite any rumor you might hear we're not going anywhere okay yeah, march april and part- no i no i haven't heard any any rumor like uh, you that know and anything. i haven't
1: either for a long time yeah uh, but for a while uh, back uh you know five six years ago the rumor was that we were going to shut down that we were going to close our doors
0: oh that's okay and that's just what is false right okay well i was talking about during COVID 19. Yeah. Yeah. so so we're you know we're
1: trying to put that myth to, to rest once and for all you know we're okay. not going anywhere we're planning shows in 2023 good. already good all right you know awesome. banner banners are hanging that show the shows for 2022 already so you know we're we're not going anywhere during covid we shut down march april and part of may and that was by the governor's decree order, order to do that or we wouldn't have shut down the okay. very second the governor said you can be reopened at such and such capacity we reopened because okay. it was more important for me to be open than it was for us to be closed we don't want to be closed no a business duck can't stand to you be can't be closed
0: you have to be open yeah now what That's does the- that
1: mean we had to operate go to a, a really skeleton crew but during covid we never laid anybody off we were never forced to to shut our doors for longer than the the required amount and believe it or not in 2020, 2020 we were in the black and good. For, for a nonprofit to actually, you know, pay all of its bills and not have to dip into its, its, you know, reserves yeah. is a great thing. So, um, if we can do that during a COVID year, imagine what we can do when the,
2: when, when it's it, over, uh, when
1: the economy starts, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm excited about the future for this, but yeah, we've got great shows. We're not closing down again, unless it's by, you know, government decree. good, um, good. and, uh, you know, we're actually, we're doing real well.
2: Good. Um, Dr. Beecham, I was going to ask you about the volunteers.
1: Yeah, we, you know, that's really a group. We have a group called the Remuda. and the Remuda is a, is a cowboy term, which means a group of work horses. If a cowboy says, I have a great Remuda, It means he's got, you know, he's got a horse, but then he's got a lot of backup horses, his volunteer horses, his ones he can call on. And we call our group, the Remuda. It's about 20 members and it's um, uh, men and women who mostly retired and want to stay active and so they come to the museum anywhere from two three hours a week to 25 30 hours a week just really up to them we have projects for them they help keep the doors open they help run the museum store the museum shop uh they help with behind the scenes because that's important you know we've got got a volunteer who walked in one day and she said she said i would rather be hit with a stick than have to greet people at the door (laughs) okay we won't put you at the front door then, right? We won't, <laughs> right. you know, she said, I really want to be behind the scenes. And I, she said, I volunteered at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. Wow. Years ago. Well, she spent seven years or something like that at the Smithsonian working with the greatest museum in the world. Yeah. She's working behind the scenes with me now to, you know, get some, some cataloging done and to get some things. But we also have a guy who does nothing but help us with maintenance projects. I mean, he'll come out and help us fix pipes or fix or mow or do whatever Whatever needs done. He will come in the building, you know, I mean, he comes in the building, but I mean, he wouldn't work the front desk. And then we have people who they just love working the shop, you know, being there to help sell things to people. And, you know, we have behind the scenes people who do nothing but library work. And so, and I bet they really meet some interesting
0: people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you
1: know, for them, it gets them, you know, out of the house. It gives them a chance to meet folks and it gives them a reason and a purpose to, you know, to come to be, you know. And when we were shut down last week because of the cold weather, um, you know, they were they were going nuts, you know. They wanted to be at the museum helping. You know, and so we logged almost 7,000 hours of volunteer time last year. Wow. In that group. That's wow. awesome. So, yeah.
2: Didn't you have a superstar come in recently?
1: oh we've had several but you know one of my highlights in the last two weeks was a guy named nolan ryan yeah you
2: know wow yeah. oh, that's cool i saw that on facebook yeah you know I'm, I'm, I'm working
1: up near the front desk and this guy comes in and and uh you know said, welcome to the museum kind of thing is you know would you mind signing our guest registry and so his, his wife reaches over and she signs the guest registry and we start telling him about the museum And i, thought, I kept thinking this guy looks familiar why does this guy look familiar? He was wearing a mask, though. You know, I mean, he was wearing one of those blue surgical masks, and I thought, man, but his eyes look familiar. I th- I've seen that guy. You,
2: you know? can still tell.
1: You still kind of tell. And I looked over at the guest register, and it said Ruth and Nolan Ryan. Oh, oh,
2: that's Nolan Ryan. You know, <laughs> that's crazy. That's he awesome. should have signed the registry. Yeah, no, we, had we had have a, a
0: lot of celebrities that come to this area. They really yeah. do. You know, and we have celebrities celebrities that live here. yes know? I mean,
1: Kinky Friedman, and you yeah. know, and I mean, there's a lot of folks uh robert earl keen you know comes to the museum occasionally you know and um so there's a lot of folks who you know who live in this area who you know support local businesses that's great uh, too yeah Yeah. so you know it was one of those things that you know we offered a tour of the building to to mr and mrs ryan and you know they wanted to see the the exhibition the current exhibition that's about women artists of the west and um um they they're members of the museum they're actual members and they're supporters of the museum so you know they get my my newsletters and all of that and i've been encouraging everybody to come Good. By. and uh so you know towards the end of their little self-guided tour i walked up and says Is there anything? I he said well I, i'd love to see the the back room because you you know you people said you show them the vaults and show the you know how we store art and so we went back there and did that and and you know he said Man, i really appreciate this it has been a lot of fun i said well i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you i'm gonna have to step out of my role as a museum director and, and be a baseball fan just Yeah, absolutely. Can't <laughs> you know, wait me there. Yeah. He kind of smiled, you know, I said, you know, I'm a huge baseball fan and I'm um, you know, I'm, I'm a big, big Nolan Ryan fan, a big Texas Ranger fan, yeah. you know, I, I, and he said, uh, well, that's very kind of you. He said, you know, you realize I haven't pitched in almost 30 years. I said, really? Hasn't said, been that long? Oh, 1993, I think, yeah. Wow. You know, man. so, you know, my, my assistant Riley, she didn't even know who he was. Really? Yeah. I mean, she, who's that? You know, kind of a thing. And for me, it was huge. You know, yeah, It was one of those yeah. hu- huge moments. And I said, I'm going to have to step out of my role as a museum director and become a muse- uh, baseball fan. I, I'm a big Nolan Ryan fan. I said, I, I would really, would do me the honor of having a picture made, you know, with me. He said, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's not a problem. I'll, I'll have a picture made. So we um, we both took our mask off and stood there, you know, next to the chuck wagon and, and you know, had my picture made. And, uh, I, you know, it was one of those really wow. That's Nolan Ryan, mm-hmm. you know, Hall yeah. of Fame, yeah. Hall of Fame baseball pitcher. He he turned to me. He says, "Do you have a favorite uh, uh, baseball moment? Nolan Ryan baseball moment?" I said, "Well, you know, I mean, you got to talk about the seven no hitters. You got to talk about the sixth one because I was there, you know, for the game. Wasn't yeah. there the pitch that hit the bird? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. There's something I lots of. It. I didn't remember that one, but <laughs> yeah. I remember the bird. But, but yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm talking he was, about he was baseball a moments. Too. I said, I said, but you know, probably my favorite is your, you know, your 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 brawl with yeah, with Robin, Robin like. Ventura. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, you know, it's not my favorite, no, not my my finest moment. <laughs> you know, kind of <laughs> like ah oh, crap. You know, he said, but it's the one people remember. You know, I said, you know, you, so you throw seven no hitters, you know, you throw one hitters in your career. Most whatever, pitchers whatever, never whatever, even get one no hitter. You know. Yeah. And you're a Hall of Famer. And the thing that most people are going to remember is your fist fight with, with Robin Ventura. You know, he said his wife kind of rolled her eyes, you know, like not my favorite moment either, you know, and, and she kind of walked off and he leaned over to me. He says, but that's what you get. If you rush the mound, you, know? <laughs> you know? uh, that's All right, and I don't, uh, I don't blame you, man. You know? <laughs> so, it, you know, but we're getting people all the time who come in. So, but we want people to know that it's, you know, it's a place for all kinds of folks. We have, uh, you know big education program we do workshops on a regular basis we do family free day the last saturday of every month it's completely free to citizens and you know people who live in kirk county wow cool so we want people to do you know come do that and pay attention to us www.museumofwesternart.com awesome
0: Get get you to our website couldn't it be a simpler url than that out, museum yeah. of western art
1: it's a little long but and there's
0: a go there virtual tour i heard
1: and there's a go there, there virtual is. tour right there, there on is. the front page y'all are awesome <laughs> and you guys need to check out that product if you've not seen it uh, that really is a very very cool product and it's just incredible people say well i can't i had a lady from new york city who you know emailed me and said boy i'm so thrilled with this go Gover- i feel like i've been there i'll never make it you know she said she said i'm in my 90s i'll never be able to travel probably you know to the museum but i feel like i've been there and that's because go their virtual tours sheena and john did a fabulous job of doing that amazing <laughs> you know so we're trying to have a, a, a video presence a you know a radio presence a podcast presence yeah newspaper presence
0: omnipresence, just omnipresence, everywhere
1: everywhere you can because we want people to come to the museum of western art
0: dr daryl beecham that's from me. the museum of western art joined us today on the Kerrville Small Business Network podcast. Thank you so much, sir. Hey, my pleasure. In. And,
1: you
2: know, let's and go Kerrville. It's, thank you. It's yeah, all good, to you know? yeah. yeah.
0: Thank you so much for coming in. And uh, that's going to go ahead and do it for season two, episode three. You're having trouble with that, the aren't Kerrville you? Kerrville Small <laughs> Business Network podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been fighting that all the been whole time. have been fighting that all morning long. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which one it was. So. All right. We, we'll be back for the next uh, episode. Thank you so much, as always. And that was episode three of season two. There we go. <laughs>